Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host Bags, super fan and lover of all things Xtina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. Sick of sitting. And that's going up against... So emotional. Oh, it is all about the angst and the emotion today. Let's let it all out and bring on the track battle. Without further ado, let's first start talking about Sick of Sitting. So this track is track number four, as it appears on the track list of... Liberation, which was released in 2018. Uh, the song was written by Christina Anderson Pack, Melvin Henderson, Whitney Phillips, and Janne Schaffer, or Janne Schaffer, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Um, and it was produced by Anderson Pack and Mel Beats. Um, Anderson Pack, insanely, insanely talented. Um, based in Los Angeles, he's a rapper, singer, sort of first came to the attention of many when he performed on six songs on Dr. Dre's 2015 album Compton and he's now sort of more widely known as one half of Silk Sonic which is uh, a collaboration between him and Bruno Mars um, have released a massive hit Leave the Door Open they've got their album coming out as well um, so really really insanely talented and he has done two songs uh, on Liberation so it was Like I Do and uh, this one Sick of Sitting Um this song contains a sample of um, a song called No Registration by, there's that name again, Jane or Yane Schaffer. Um, so that's why he's got some writing credits. Um, so this guy was best known for his work as a session guitarist for ABBA. Uh, but he's also worked with Bob Marley, Johnny Nash, uh, the list goes on. Um, and so the sample that's used is an interpolation of the guitar line from the song, which has this sort of very old rock vibe. It's just very fitting with the angst that the song portrays. Um, so that that's sort of used throughout the song and that's why he's obviously got writing credits on there. Um, so for Sick of Sitting, um, Christina said that the song was inspired sort of very much by like a Janis Joplin style spirit um, of course Janis Joplin absolutely insanely talented artist and vocalist um, uh, really go and check her out because um, that angst that Christina sort of channels in Sick of Sitting that is what Janis Joplin is is the queen of so yeah, you can see the influence there as well. Um, before Liberation was released, um, Christina was posting a lot about the album and the thought process behind certain tracks on her social medias, particularly Instagram. This was sort of the most that we'd seen her very much be involved with her social media and showing things from sort of a personal point of view, um, which she does, but this was happening like quite a lot in sort of a very short amount of time, um, which was very nice to see because, you know, liberation, she was getting back to her mojo, getting back to knowing what she does best. Um, so it was it was great to see. So she actually did a post about Sick of Sitting um, where there was this picture of from the liberation um, photo shoot, which I presume of 
of her sort of kneeling against a wall um and she said sick of sitting is an internal wake-up call to anyone who may feel stuck in a confined space or a stagnant energy within the means of starting to live someone else's dream and not your own um, and your own true intention having to play by someone else's rules and ideals of who you should be and your worth degraded shamed and harassed behind the scenes to say no to the cliche um and the predictable money-making machines uh, and create something that feels authentic genuine and real dot 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 ellipses getting back to your soul's integrity and purpose desiring to shake up the formulaic system and desire a more meaningful truthful existence oh she's so articulate isn't she we we love how articulate she is i mean when she's actually posted stuff on her like a website and stuff like that um stuff that actually comes from her it it just shows how um how great with her word she is and uh, really is a talent when it comes to sort of writing things and writing emotions um, not only in song but but sort of, sort of in in sort of written format as well um christine also talked about the song uh, when she did her interview with entertainment weekly when she was doing the liberation promo um she said that she feels there's so many sort of mums out there that give up on so much because you know being a mum is very hard very time consuming at this point she'd had both max and the summer as well um and she thinks it's important to keep our dreams and passions alive even if we dedicate a little bit of time during the day to ourselves um there's a reason for everything and we all sometimes get seduced by a paycheck but at the end of the day my passion and soul and integrity speak volumes more than just the material items so um I've said a lot of Christina quotes today, but I think they're all really important because basically, um, in amongst all that, it's been widely interpreted that this song is about Christina's stint as a coach uh, slash judge, etc. on the American version of The Voice, uh, where she was on there for six seasons and she was the first female coach to win a season with one of her acts. Um, so she was sort of one of the original OG coaches. Uh, they've had a lot of different judges slash coaches since. Um, there's been a very sort of continuous cycle of many different artists from, you know, Alicia Keys, Gwen Stefani, Ari- Ariana Grande, uh, Kelly Clarkson, um, Shakira, like absolutely loads. And that's just the female artists. Um, but there's been absolutely loads of people um, who have been a coach on the voice now because they have had god how many seasons now they do two seasons a year so it's uh yeah completely churning out a lot of tv um but um christina was one of the original coaches and it's not been explicitly said by christina or any of her team around her that this song is about the voice per se um but you know since coming to the end of her stint on the show and after she left christina sort of walked away from the voice quite unhappy with how the show was and how she was treated on there per se so and you know you can see that it you know you can read between the lines um you know when she's saying things like getting seduced by a paycheck it's easy to say stagnant um you know she was a mum with young children she didn't want to be on the road so she wanted to provide and she still wanted to be using um her time wisely um and so this is why i presume that the voice is what she signed up for um Initially, she was very sort of well-spoken about The Voice. She said it's a completely different type of reality show. It's not one where they ridicule artists. It's one where they encourage and celebrate talent. And it's all about talent itself. Um, But she 
actually said to Billboard magazine more recently that the voice was a big energy sucker. It became something that she didn't feel what she had signed up for initially in season one. Um, you know, she, she realised that it actually wasn't about music in the end, even though that's what she was saying right at the beginning. It was about the talent. Um, but it was more about making good TV moments, massaging a story. Um, she also continued to say that she didn't get into this business to be a television show host or a television act um, and to be given all of these rules what she can do what she can't do especially as a female um, you know she's been told she can't wear certain things she can't say certain things she'd find herself on the show desperately trying to express herself through clothing makeup hair and it was her only kind of outlet which makes sense because um, the se the season that she was a, a coach on where the voice was released at the same time in 2012 there was all these manner of wigs and these real different looks that she was serving up. Uh, and, and maybe that's why. Um, and, you know, as we know, Lotus, she did sort of lose her mojo then as well. So maybe this was sort of her way of um, only showing some creative outlet, I suppose. Um, but she also went on to saying that when she stops believing in something, then it's like, what are you doing here? Um, she did sort of choose to take that chair for so long and do something very commercial just because she had two little ones uh, but at a certain point she felt like I'm not even doing them a service anymore by sort of cheating myself and what I'm here to do and they should be seeing mommy live her best life and that's what she did we haven't seen this much touring in her career since before she gave birth to Max with Back to Basics tour the world tour she's done so many tours since she's done two tours the Liberation tour the X tour she's done Las Vegas residency since I mean our girl is booked and busy um, and she's got back to what she loves doing, which is performing and being on the road for us fans, which I cannot appreciate more. Um, so, yeah, The Voice and Christina sort of have this very um, bittersweet relationship. Um, you know, they have referenced her on the show since, but there's been times where in the marketing, uh, where they've been showing past coaches, they've taken her out of it. Um you know, I think it's one of those shows where the premise of it at the beginning was very good and it started very well. And yes, we were focusing only on the talent and the voice rather than, you know, the sob stories and, um, you know, falling into sort of the comedy values like shows like The X Factor and um, etc. do. But it did sort of end up because I, I think it sort of became a victim of its own success, really, because it did sort of end up focusing on the sob stories it did sort of end up focusing on the drama um you know especially one season with christina and adam there was a lot of drama between them and and their acts and um you know christina's very outspoken about um the way women should be treated and it just it, yeah it just sort of started to turn really really sour so i'm, I'm really pleased that christina sort of walked away from that situation and distanced herself from it by all means you know if she ever she wanted to go back and you know do a stint again hey that's that's her but i think she she's found her mojo again with um re, you know recording and releasing music and how much work she's done with that um i don't think she's gonna have time to go back to that to be fair but we detract we need to talk about sick of sitting because that's the song we're here to talk about um let's do favorite parts and favorite lyrics um so my favorite part um there's two parts here um number one i really like the part where after the first chorus there's this little spoken word quote um i make it a policy not to tell anyone to sit down that's just to encourage everybody else to stand up it's such a great quote and it's um very sort of fitting in line with the rest of the song 
something you'd see on sort of Christina's not so secret Pinterest page. <laughs> if anyone else knows about that, uh, feel free to send me a message. Um, but um, yeah, great quote. Number two, I really like the rhythmic elements um, in the chorus and how it flows so well. You know, the I'm sick of sitting sick. It's such a it's such a genre fusion track in terms of the instrumental being very like stadium rock vibe and the chorus being so r&b rhythmic style it shouldn't work but it so does um shout out to the drum line here as well it's so good um the person playing is super talented as well um it almost sounds like it's sort of live instrumentation played along as opposed to a separate layer when recording the track which is really really unique um if it is live instrumentation that's cool as well but i almost think that the rockish vibe could also be used as a further dig to the voice um, the theme to the voice is very sort of similar stadiumish vibe. Um, am I reaching here? You tell me. You tell me, guys. <laughs> I love being sort of a skeptic and conspiracist, but um, I think that's something that I'm going to look into. Hmm. Um, favorite lyric? Um, they want to take my shine. They want to take my time, but I'm gonna take what's mine. Don't play with me. They try to use my name. Oh, they wouldn't do for the fame, but I ain't you, we ain't the same, this in a game to me. Um, really portrays the theme of liberation, which is, of course, what the album title is about. Um, I feel it's aimed more than just the voice here. As we know, many people have used Christina's name to further themselves for short-lived propelling to stardom, followed by a diamond spiral. Um, I also like that when you listen to the album sequentially, you hark back to this song later on in the track list as well, um, with the I don't need it anymore interlude, um, which sort of repeats that part of the song that I don't need it anymore, I don't need it anymore, in, but in like an acapella version. And it sort of um, has this extra sort of uh, sung part, which I think is an extra verse of Sick of Sitting, um, but it may have been left out. It may have been like an alternate take or something, but obviously deemed valued enough to keep in. So it was turned into an interlude, this acapella style. Really, really shows off her voice here and adds almost a twisted gospel take on the song, which is quite cool as well. But um, yeah, I think this sort of very much the song itself actually leans into the vibe of liberation it's a case of finding yourself again and being free and not being stuck and being stagnant and sick of sitting is a theme that sort of transcends through the whole album um so yeah an important song when it comes to the track listing here as well she has performed this live um she's done it on the experience with can't hold us down sort of mashed it up part of a feminism segment which is sort of a very good alternate interpretation of the song as well she's also done it in full on the liberation tour where she was knocking over a red chair i mean very most obvious way of showing disdain to the voice so there we go um i mean overall we've said this on the podcast before christina suits raw emotion very well and this is why i love her because she's not always focused on sort of being a technically perfect singer because there's so many out there it's all about that emotion and how it's conveyed in the way that she sings and she does that so well and sick of sitting is one of those tracks where you automatically think of straight away that raw emotion and then of course rock vibe she suits rock so well as as well and it's such a great song to blast out loud to clear those cobwebs and just just be free so enough about sick of sitting let's talk about so emotional so this is also track number four but from a different album uh, the debut album released in 1999 um, and this song was written by fran gold and tom snow and it was produced by ron harris uh, and this is sort of very much like a soulful mid-tempo very leaning towards r&b soul vibes really really chilled out as well in a way um i mean 
I mean, I'm sure you get now, get my vibe when I go off on little sidetracks, but if I'm talking nonsense here, it's because, well, you know, that's me. But yeah, there's something very, very soothing about So Emotional. Um, I have it on my Chill Tina playlist because I think it really sort of gets you um, very, very sort of chilled out. And for the debut album as well, which is sort of very bubblegum pop and, you know, very sweet, this is actually a song that is very it stands out in that in that respect because it is so soulful um, and not something that you would sort of expect um from a bubblegum pop album so yeah back on track um so yeah so emotional uh, is this sort of mid-tempo r&b song um, and in some interviews that christina was doing sort of mid 2000 when she was sort of knee deep into the debut album's promotion she was um saying that post I Turn To You, there will be two more singles from the album, one being Come On Over, um, as soon as I Turn To You had sort of run its toll, and So Emotional, ready for the autumn or fall. Um, can you see why I say it's relaxing now? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it was very much, um, it was very clear that there was going to be a big push for So Emotional to be the fifth single off the debut album. But as we know, when it comes to the music industry and especially Christina as well, sometimes what is planned isn't always what happens in reality and other things sort of get in the way. Presumably here, she was on a very rigorous touring schedule, probably having to allocate a lot of studio time lined up for the side projects following the debut era, one being the Christmas album, My Kind of Christmas, and also the Spanish album, Mi Reflejo. Um, we know that Christina was a very busy bee when it came to the end of the debut era, which is sort of why she took some time off, got rid of her management team in favour of a new one, just let herself live a little because she was constantly in this sort of tour cycle, uh, tour, single, record, tour, single, record. Um, and she just sort of let herself explore her own, you know, her, her own being, personality, creativity, uh, rather than being sort of another bubblegum pop star um, on this sort of constant cycle. But um, we got stripped out of it which is the absolute bible of pop so um you know thank you for that that break um but this so emotional would have been a perfect fifth single choice it showed a completely different side to the rest of the pure pop singles very much perfect for the autumn time as well um so this song was originally written for the crossover album uh sort of latin to english album for selena um who was a absolutely iconic latin singer but unfortunately she was tragically shot and murdered before any of those plans could come to light um very very sad story um if you look into it um absolutely talented woman and she was sort of very much up and coming but um sort of got uh, end up sort of getting caught in the wrong crowd and one unfortunate moment um she she got shot um and it was very very tragic but she was sort of set to be this massive crossover artist um and was having english music uh, sort of sent to her and um was going to record this album um so fran gold and tom snow who are the writers of this song they ended up writing a few songs um for selena and one of them dreaming of you actually made it onto selena's uh, posthumous album which was released in 1995 um and i presume so emotional was probably part of those sessions as well and it's amazing that it wasn't a song that came to light until sort of four years later um 1999 um when christina was recording her 
her album so it w- w- probably was one of those songs that was sat on for a little while until the right singer came along um the tracks producer ron harris revealed that christina in between recordings was only listening to mariah and brandy and uh, she was putting on her walkman practicing their riffs and runs and um you know before she did her own ad libs she's been very inspired by the way these two sing throughout her career amongst many other artists etta james billy holiday whitney houston etc etc um, but Christina was sent to uh, Ron Harris for a three-day recording session for So Emotional, um, sort of when the um, album was being produced, uh, which she ended up finishing the song in one day. Um, her first verse on So Emotional was her first take, and actually is the the one that we hear on the on the album today. Um, Ron Harris said that she really killed the second verse, but RCA, her record label, said it was too R and B, and sort of made her re-record it and tone it down and make it a bit more pop. Um, he said Christina was obsessed with Sugar Ray. Would talk to Ron about things over coffee and Wendy's, which is a fast food in America, which I love. I love these little stories that come out about um, how how they've done the song together and how they've worked together um it's the reason why we make this podcast um so let's look at favorite parts and favorite lyrics my favorite part um i love the bit after the bridge here where we have this sort of lower register um harmonies it's the bit where it's you make me feel so emotional like i'm not gonna sing it because you know let's not make everyone's ears bleed um but it's such a vibe and it really adds to the chill out factor of the song and i'm a sucker for christina harmonies as well um favorite lyric um it's either black or white that's right we're making love or we're in a fight sometimes you make me so blue i like the use of color here the black white blue it's very open to interpretation as well and i also like the fact that people say certain colors can link to emotions and well that's what the song is about isn't it um so as it was in the pipeline for a single release there was a very simple music video made it was very like you know 90s 2000s um you know late album era single like a studio video um so nothing different here it features baby tina in the studio with the headphones on looking like she's recording the song um the video wasn't released i think till some years later if i remember correctly i think that was because of the selena link maybe i think they were holding it back because i don't know maybe the label will be sitting on it to not interfere with the, the you know the, the massive fans that she has um who knows but yeah just a simple video no storyline or anything lovely for what it is as well she has performed this live my reflection tour she's done it on trl um on mtv she did the rounds with this song i suppose prepping it for a potential single release and then it never happened um but yeah i mean it's a great song i mean is this the fan favorite from the debut album i mean i'd say so uh i think along with obvious it's one that i've seen a lot of fans top five debut tracks not counting singles um and i can see why it's so different and it's very very in the soul r&b vibe which is we know what christina likes and what she enjoys and what she has always wanted to record so um yeah a great debut track which i do um like to visit over again and again um that's so emotional so we've heard about sick of sitting and we've heard about so emotional but there can only be one winner so let's get that drum roll please and the winner is so emotional (laughs) that was that was so difficult to decide between the two because i'm one of those fans that really like sick of sitting i know it doesn't have a lot of fan love but um I don't know there's something about it that I really really like it just feels very experimental to me and 
I really enjoy it, but so emotional. It's it's just one of those songs I will revisit again and again. Something I find quite comforting about it as well. Um, and it's one of those debut tracks that sounds very fresh as well and also still very nostalgic at the same time. And I can see Christina being really into recording as well um, as it wasn't really much a part of the pop cookie cutter image. A bit more soul, a bit more R&B B vibes, which is what she, like we said, ended up exploring along with her true artistry on Stripped. So it is it is one of those tracks that, um, yeah, I don't know, has a bit of a special place in my heart. So, yeah, well done, so emotional. I should sound a bit more happy about that. <laughs> but I can't be because next episode's the final track battle. <sighs> sniff, sniff. Are we ready, guys? It is the final track battle next episode where we're going to be looking at a song of experimentation versus a sassy, brassy tune. Oh, I can't believe it's the last one. Thank you so much for listening. Um today uh that is it for today's show i uh, really appreciate that you take your time out to listen and all your lovely comments and reviews that you send my way but if you haven't let me know if you like the show please be sure to subscribe leave a review on your podcast streaming platform um i really appreciate it and i love reading them um also check us out on instagram and twitter it's at xdina trap battle that's the handle uh, send us some messages uh let us know what you want to see following the final trap battle because we're gonna keep this podcast going um and that's that so yeah join us next week for the last trap battle <laughs> peace out <laughs>